This is the Norton and Hales Cricket Club Podcast. Welcome to episode 10 of the Norton and Hales Cricket Club podcast, part four, where we're putting Matt Robinson under the gosh, finding out who is his best players to play with and against. Hopefully he won't sit on the fence like he did about doing the three peaks, <laughs> part three. And also, um, if you missed part one, two and three, we part one we went through Matt's entrance into cricket and what makes it so important to him. And his family. Part two, we talked about the England team, politics, all that sort of stuff ahead of the World Cup summit and the Ashes. And part three, we spoke about the 2019 season, the season that is very quickly approaching. And then now, Matt, you get to get off the fence. So, if you're not uh, familiar with this, the rules are uh, I ask you the best overseas cricketer you played with and against, the best paid cricketer, so they can be English based. Whatever, yeah. um, a shamata, whatever you want to call them, whether they should or shouldn't get paid is a different matter. Uh, who you played with and against, and then the third one is who's the best clubby. So they don't want to be the best cricketer, but who's the best club cricket you've ever played with or against? Right. Like, they okay. might just have a bit of needle about them. They might just be the best club man, do everything else, blah 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 blah, and then kind of go from there. So we'll kick off and we'll start with overseas. Who is the best overseas cricketer you ever played? Overseas, oh, let's see. You have to give me a bit of time on this one. Um, well, you're Welsh, so anybody's English qualifies. <laughs> um, I'd probably have to say played with probably. Um, it's against. We're going against first. Going against first, are we? Yeah, okay, going against. Going against. Against, played against, plenty of, plenty of the well, tell England. Me some, tell me who, some you have played against, and who, who you played against. Like, I think probably, probably the best player play I played against was Joe Clark, who now plays for Worcester. Was he I think, yeah, Well, he's English, isn't he? But yeah, <laughs> to me, yeah, overseas, probably yeah, is yeah, overseas. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, and I think played with. <laughs> I think a few people might disagree with me, but um, one of the nicest lads and good cricketers was probably Gus last season. And I, th- I think, it, and I know a lot of people will disagree with me, thinking you've got to play better than that. But I think, I think with he's a great lad, great club lad, and I know a lot of people give him stick with maybe a few captains he dropped, maybe a few th- he didn't get as many runs. I know he didn't, but and I think um, I think he, he's what he, he was one to really try his best every game, do do what he could for the club and for only being here a year I think he's yeah, he come on he he yeah, he was a great lad to for me to rub off as well, really, just things like that. So Okay, cool. Well, well I'm not sure you're getting the rules here because obviously it's played against and you clearly played with him. So I'll let you off. So I'll let you have Gus as the one that you played with. Yeah. On yeah. Gus. Okay, I'll have my word on Gus. I had a lot to do with Gus when he first when he first moved over, um, obviously because yeah. of transport and stuff like that. 
he was a classic case of getting stuck inside your own head because the way he shaped up, the way he could strike a cricket ball, the way he set up the gloves, um, he, I think just literally set him pressure on himself. Um, yeah, he did. He did. Obviously, again, wanted to step out into a different side of the world and, and learn how to play cricket. And I'm sure last season yeah. will stand him in good stead. I, I just, I, I've just got, I've just got one that I've just overseas one that I played against. Yeah, go on. Um, faced up against uh, a familiar name called Tino Best about two or three years ago, and I had never seen anything like it. He was a, and I know he was renowned for his bowling, and he was very quick at. at Doing that, and he was very good at what he was, what he was at. And but I've never seen anyone strike a cricket ball like him. A batter, he was unbelievable. And I mean, and with the ball, he could do anything, anything with the ball. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's a bit special too. I've got a couple of stories in Tino. I've played against him a couple of times, but um, I, um, I, I had a couple, I had a couple of seasons at League, and we were very fortunate to um, play with and, and kind of. Yeah. Vasper Drakes, who then went on to be the head coach for Barbados, um, and I've been okay. on holiday a few times out there, and I got quite. Look, I was lucky enough to spend four days training with the Barbados team, um, so I got to do like um, the dog arm, like the slingshot arm, and things like that with Tino, and um, watch him go through his preparations and stuff like that. What an amazing guy! You know, you've never yeah, never seen him super bad. Um, us out for dinner yeah. with his family. And, Absolutely amazing bloke. And in the North Staff especially, he had a bit of a bad rep for the games that he played. Um, he banned and various different things. He probably didn't go about his business in the best way. But you know, he, he was a classic case of proper white line fever. You know, when he's on the field, he only wants yeah. to win. Um, yeah. Off the field, what what a top bloke! And I tell you now, a boy can drink. So yeah, it's, a, it's a good thing. <laughs> so, uh, I like that. He's, he throws away that rum and coat like that yeah. tomorrow. So, okay, so they're the, um, they're the overseas then. So, uh, best paid cricketer you played against. So, let's just clarify it because you're not doing very well at this. Go on. You started uh, no, with, I struggle with simple facts. Simple fact who have you played against? We'll do against first, then we'll do who against. you played with. Alright then. Um, probably against, I would say. A lad called um, Warwick Finn at Oswestry Cricket Club. I don't know if you heard the name from the Shropshire League, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he is. Yeah, you probably have. And he is he is some cricketer. He is he sets up like like a professional would, and he bats almost as like to be honest. And if you if you look at his record, I know people say don't look at the stats, but the stats don't lie. All the figures don't lie. And I mean, he's done it in the top top league. He's captain Shropshire for many years and I know our former captain Martin Davis I know he probably agree with me as well I mean it's he, he was he still played now for Australia and I think pretty sure he's a captain I might be wrong um, but he's he is some player yeah some player good okay so that's who you played against well done so we'll have a round of applause for Matt for getting yeah, that one right cracking okay cool um, who you played with then who's the best paid cricket you ever played with Um. 
I'd probably have to say I'd probably have to say Joe Clark to be honest I, I honestly would it's, it's he obviously played and obviously if you don't everyone, anyone doesn't know he plays for Worcester now still still very good keeping touch but yeah he, when he, was, he was the same age as me and when we played um, obviously school school I think that's what it was and we played we played them as I went to Lakeland and I mean, we played them in a cup competition and he came out to bat thinking he's this now all in this Worcester gear under 19 stuff I thought he's definitely bothered that off his brother well we soon found out he did he is unbelievable he's a fantastic player and I mean the buzz he creates in the field like we were saying before what we need at Norton is a buzz in the field someone like so he just creates a massive buzz because everyone thrives off him because he's such a good player and what he achieved with Worcester last year was amazing with winning the T20 Blast and everything like that and making a big move to where he has to not now playing with top players the likes of Stuart Broad for so long he's gone forever with top players there and I think for me I think you can't I couldn't I couldn't really look past them to be honest good good answer yes and he's dropping that's two that's, that's, that's two very good answers, Matthew. I'm very impressed, actually. Very impressed. Especially <laughs> after the car crash at the first G game. Absolute so, car crash. <laughs> yeah, it was a car crash. Right, okay, on that, we won't do that considering I'm doing this podcast whilst I'm driving to Ilford. Um, right, okay. Um, I forgot my. All right. Best club you played against. <laughs> so, best club cricket you played against. I'll repeat, I'll repeat the rules on this one. Doesn't have to be the best ability wise, just. Sort of person you know you hate cheering up playing against. Because yeah. there's just there's just a quirk yeah. about them they just seem to do well. There's just like where you know where I'm coming from. Because you yeah, I do. I do. Um, played against. Um probably going back when I was playing in the shop as well. Um a lad called in, in Bridge North, quite a uh, quirky one to be honest. Went to Bridge North to play, and there was this lad called Benjamin Taylor in there. And um, he played for the seconds and stuff like that. And every time he turned up, you think he's going to get 50. He'll take two or three captives keeping. And he would. He would just do it. And you looked at his stats next few games, he got nothing. Didn't get many runs. But whenever he played against us, whenever I was bowling, whenever my brother was bowling, you'd think he's going to do this for these, he's going to get 100. And the last game I played for was when we played against them and he got 100 not out against us. And I think people like that, it's, it's obviously brilliant to play against good players like that because if you're just getting a load of, load of rubbish out of bowling something like that, it's not anything good for you. When you but, and I think when you go with the best club, I think, for me, I think someone, someone like that, I think, is definitely, definitely someone who you who I hated playing against, but also thrived playing against because you knew there was going to be a battle when bowling against him. Yeah, somebody's cheering out runs, thorn in the side. And yeah. You, you, you're right, you, you enjoy playing against these people. That's that's why we decided to spend seven or eight hours on a Saturday. Because you want that challenge, and I, you, know, you spend all day. And, I think, and I think I played against him twice last year, Dan Redfern, to be honest. I think he's what I know he's a fantastic player as well, but. He, someone like him, I think, probably would keep a club going because of the buzz he creates in a club. And I think he, he's another one who I think, I think if he turns up against us next, this next year, you will almost think if we can get his wicket, we through his team. But 
I think, like you said, with Clubby, I think he could keep that club going on his own, definitely. Yeah, he could be. He, he, um, you're not having him as an answer with Clubby, by the way, considering he's like, no, I know. I'm just his trying last to career and gets paid an absolute wage of brass. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, know I'm just, just saying, just things like that. Good, okay, yeah. cool. Right, best Clubby you've played with. <laughs> it's not me, I'm, uh, I'm ending this, conf- this conversation, I'm only kidding. It's, it's probably between a few of you, to be honest. I think. Um, one of them was definitely my dad. Um, definitely when playing with him, it was I, I've always loved playing with my dad. And um, he still plays now. He always opened the batting when I was there. And um, his favourite phrase was just hit the fucking ball. And that's all it was. That's all it was. Just hit the hit the ball. I, I need and, to be your old man. That's about the same methodology I've got. Yeah. No, honestly, yeah. You, you all need to meet him to be honest and I mean it's he's, it's from this from the heart of it I don't think I would be where I am now with anything with education qualifications anything without helping my family especially my dad with regarding cricket and sport and stuff because I know I always say because uh, um, he always said at, at my age he's never as good as I was and I don't believe that for a minute um, because um and I think it's and he always, and he always says like all, whatever all you say just back yourself and just go out there and just enjoy yourself but I mean um, and another one I think is Chris, I think is your brother Chris definitely I think he can bat he can bowl he always, he'll always turn up he, he he probably doesn't love the game as much as I do which is quite impossible anyway but he, he like, I know he's out in Australia now and he, he loves the game of cricket and I know he would do anything for the club and so would yourself and I think so and I think so all died to be honest so would Mike as well but I think all with naming one club I, don't, I think it's almost impossible to play with because there's a lot for Overton and I think all through the Norton team even classing Eddie Warrington I know he's that much of a slob no one hears of him until the first game of the season but he, he's another one who will he'll turn up for you probably get a lady 50 for you and he'll just knock on the head and have a beer afterwards but and I think all three teams go through all Norton and they all play a massive part within the club yeah cool I think you, you mentioned obviously Christian brother there I mean, he's yeah. he loves the game but he just tucks a cloud he's, and he'll, 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 come out, he'll come out of it that world he's, he's one He's one I think who I would hate playing against. Like if I ever played against him, I would say him as well, because he he can do a lot of things with the ball, and he's a very good bowler, and he can he can hit a lead off cricket ball. You know he can. He just he just needs to be in the right mindset, Chris. And I think obviously he backs himself. I know he does, and he's a confident lad. And I know all of you are. And it's again with with all of the team going down the team. I think for myself as well I think joining Norton last year I think I wasn't expecting the whole club to be as welcoming as they were with and it's almost down to almost down to Jack as well to be honest because he's the same age as me and he knows where I'm coming from and stuff and I know I'm not as gifted and talented as he is because he's good at everything and I think people like that are it comes to people but obviously I'm working hard at things and yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, it all comes out to the best. Yeah. yeah good. I think and the, the, the good thing you mentioned there about kind of people who are good at good things. It comes down to confidence. It comes down to 
comes down to just clarity of mind. They know they know what they're looking to do, and they know yeah. that they're probably not the most classic yeah. about it. But you know, you, they just do it. They back themselves. They know what they're good at, and that's where you yeah. just have to you just have to move forward with it. Really, and nothing well, without 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 sitting on the fence, I think the best probably I've I've played four or under is definitely my dad. Best answer. I would. I would I would, I'd, I'd think, I'd, especially what you'd said about um, at the start of that link, what you were talking about, had you not chosen him, I think I think I would have stopped it and made you re-record it. Yeah, you, you can't, you, you, I can't because, it, like, like I said, and I know your your dad's probably been a massive influence on yourself as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's it's massive, and, and I think if it, if it wasn't for, it, almost if it wasn't for cricket, and I know you think, why do you love cricket so much? I'm not bothered. I, I, I do love it, and still, I love going out to play on Saturday. Even even if I don't get many runs or any wickets or drops and catches, still love going out there and to play because it's just that's what we've all lived up for. And he, he always says, just do, do do the best you can, do the best you can, and I'll, I'll keep that with me for the rest of my life, to be honest. Because with with things like that, he gives me the confidence to go out there, and even from from a little lad, go out there and. Going at the ball over the fence in the play playground to going at the ball over the back of the ball or whatever. It's one of them. It's you just take it with you through through your, through the span of your life. To be honest. Fair play to you, mate. Fair play. Good answers of as I've heard on the podcast today, Dan. So um, right, that pretty much brings us to the end of the podcast. A bit of a uh, emotional end there. It's got a bit of a tear in my throat. Um, in, ter- <laughs> in terms of. Um, Podcast. Thank you very much for joining me this evening. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to um, lining up alongside you uh, for the 2019 season. An exciting season ahead. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, good. Uh, generally, yeah. Uh, an emotional end to that one. Actually, it's, 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 it's like I feel like Jeremy Clarkson talking about on that bombshell. Um, thank you very much <laughs> for listening to episode 10 of the podcast. Um, if you've not caught all four parts. Please make sure you check out either on Spotify or any of the other major podcast destinations. Again, please like, share, get involved and tune in next week where I will have another special guest on the North and Hales Cricket Club podcast. Thank you. This is the Norton and Hales Cricket Club Podcast. So that is-